البرنامج عدين في يوم الجمعة يوم الجمعة يوم الجمعة Programs are religion on a Friday, only on the Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Friday Nasikha on the Voice of the Cape 91.3 from Stereo. It's the 30th of Muharram 1437, corresponding with uh, the Gregorian date. That's November. And of course, uh, we know it's the 13th, Friday the 13th. What a blessed day, subhanAllah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Um, uh, we always told Friday the 13th is a bad luck day, but subhanAllah, whenever Allah gives us a Friday, we make uh, Allah subhanahu gives us another one. And uh, we know in Islam, odd numbers is, 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 is uh, smiled upon by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, Alhamdulillah, we're doubly blessed uh, today. Of course, the Friday Nasiha, and this morning I have the pleasure of having in studio with me uh, Imam Mati Saban uh, for this uh, hour, inshallah. Imam Mati, assalamu alaikum. Waalaikum salam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh How are you, Fazir? Alhamdulillah, Nazimam On this blessed, beautiful day outside Alhamdulillah, nice Alham- and cool Alhamdulillah. And there's some cloud cover Promise of rain, hopefully, inshallah Inshallah ta'ala, I mean um, But as I just told you earlier You know, uh, when you asked me How are you, so I said That every day is a bonus Subhanallah And we need to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For coming back to life this morning Allah. You know, and that in itself is a blessing and to be able to see, to walk, and to talk, and to, you know, um, like I also said to you yesterday, I attended to a janazah of a young man who wasn't even married yet. And oh. just in a short while, he he felt ill, but uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has destined his life only till that time. Mm. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed me and you and everybody else still to to breathe, Today and to be able to eat and to walk and to focus on our our beautiful wives and our beautiful husbands and our children, then we have to thank. We have a lot, Allah, to thank for that. You know. So Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. And and Imam, so important that we speak about that, particularly because now there's so many issues, with, even within this country, uh, that concern us. Uh, we spoke about obviously the weather, the water shortage that uh, is going around up in Joburg and will be affecting other parts of the country as well. But particularly then with all these problems we always worry and we, we're concerned about everything but we need to contract our focus into the fact that subhanallah Allah has first of all granted me to be born into this deen this yeah. great deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and secondly the fact that I can still every single day wake up and praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala coincidentally you speak like that um, you are preempting my khutbah <laughs> that I'm going to deliver today uh, my khutbah I'm going to base on I'm going to speak about the mercy of Allah. When we forget about the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, look, make no mistake, I think it's in Surah Anbiya, verse 30, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, A'udhu billahi min shaitan rajim, أَوَلَمْ يُرَى الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا أَنَّ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرُضِ كَانَتَا رَتْقًا فَفَتَقْنَوْمَا وَجَعَلْنَا مِنَ الْمَاءَ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ حَيْءَ فَلَا يُؤْمِنُونَ Allah Ta'ala says, can the unbelievers not see that the heavens and the earth was once upon a time a ball of gas? And now the scientists use this verse for the Big Bang Theory. And Allah says, after thousands of years of evaporation, I brought forth with water. Now, it is said that also the 72% of the universe, the globe, consists of water. 28% is mass. The last part, Allah Ta'ala says, Do you still not have Iman? 
There are many people in South Africa that have gone the route of boreholes and extracting water from the earth. Now Allah Ta'ala says, Lillahi mulku samawati wal that Allah Ta'ala has created the heavens and the earth and everything is there for us as a ni'mah, as a benefit, providing uh, in another part of the of the Quran, Allah Ta'ala says at the end of a particular ayat, لَآيَاتٍ albab. They are the signs for those who have the understanding. Around us here in Salt River, I know that because we have the mountain, and there are continuous water underneath flowing from the mountain. But if we sit up here at the voice of the Cape and do not go down and, and get hold of the water, mm then it won't be of a benefit to us. Indeed. That is why Allah Ta'ala says, Afala yu'minu? Do you still not have iman? But that not being our topic today. Yes. But I'm just saying, um, you know, I was reflecting on when you speak about water, and it is a time also when we do a lot of wrong, when there's a lot of facade, then Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala's mercy leaves us. Because Allah promises in the Qur'an, Allah Ta'ala promised us the heavens and the earth and everything is there for us. But Allah Ta'ala also says in another part of the Quran, that on that day Allah is going to question us about all the ni'mas. You know, Allah gives us gifts. It's there for us to use or we can just leave it. As myself and you are sitting here in the studio and as there are hundreds and thousands of listeners listening to us, all of us, Allah Ta'ala has given us a ni'mah, a gift, but we need to explore it. Uh, uh, I, I know of a particular person, you know, a nephew of mine. He's been for 30 years, he's been a plumber. So one day he says, you know, he looked at the, at the garments in the shop. He says, but I think I can, I can make that. And he went straight home and bought material fabric and he started sewing, but he never knew that he can sew. <laughs> Although his late father was a tailor. Yeah. But it just shows you within ourselves, Allah Ta'ala has placed all the barakah and all these ni'mads. It is for us to explore it. May Allah Ta'ala grant that on every Muslim to bring that to the fore, inshallah Ta'ala. Imam, okay, obviously I'm going to drift from the topic again. I hope I don't drift too far. Hmm. But the question I'm going to ask you, Imam, now open up a door. Uh, and I want to go through that door and just explore for a moment. Um, when we speak, but, just, <laughs> but just remember behind that door, there's another door. There's another door. <laughs> okay. There's always another door. <laughs> Imam, uh, when we look at, um, obviously, the, the ilm uh, that Allah Subhanahu has granted man. Now, uh, I'm not too sure, so I want to clarify or verify this. Um, it is said that when Nabi Adam was created, yeah. um, Allah Subhanahu wa placed, and when Allah taught him the names of things, in yeah. actual fact it is said, Allah placed all the knowledge that mankind will ever receive into Nabi Adam, yeah. and that has been distributed amongst mankind. Yeah. So, uh, is that, is, is that the understanding correct in the sense, in terms of how, how we perceive knowledge today? You know, um, we we admire the beauty of technology in today's time. We admire the software. We admire the computer. We admire so many things on the phone and everything. Wallahi, it was all created by man. And man was created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why it is important for a Muslim to continuously say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. So whatever we do, it's there with the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah. Well, Sheikh, uh, today we are speaking about uh, um, an aspect of this topic when we look at 
obviously we've spoken about the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but now what we are doing to deserve the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm. in the slightest way that we can in the smallest way that we can we never, we can never deserve the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but trying to deserve that mercy when we look at taking stock of ourselves yeah. so obviously the topic today would be looking at that as, from that yeah, aspect it, yeah taking stock of ourselves where are we going where are we now and uh, it's like uh, we're going to place a uh, our the end of the year financial statement in front <laughs> of us to see whether there has been profits or losses and exactly. things like that you know and yes inshallah we can do that inshallah well uh, just before we do go into that uh, Imam, i think we will take a short break and when we come back we will start in the topic we heard this taking uh financial stock of ourselves um, I think when we hear about money we think about money automatically our ears and our eyes open up yeah. uh, because I mean we are motivated by that we're all humans but uh, the reality is this is a much more important financial statement because Absolutely. subhanallah it will determine whether or not we have enough in the bank to go to Jannah or whether we uh, have less and uh, we don't want to go to the other place. So that's, so. that's a beautiful way of putting it. <laughs> inshallah. Inshallah. So we'll see where we're going on holiday at the end of our lives. After the break, inshallah. Programs of the Legion on a Friday, only on the Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. 10.56 on the Voice of the Cape and it is the Friday Nasiha. We have in studio Imam Moti Saban and this morning we're talking about uh, your financial taking statements uh, But taking stock of your financial statement In other sense Not the financial statements of the dunya But indeed of the akhirah And hand over to Imam Faitafadul Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafin mustadeen Sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa luna muhammadin Wa ala ala wa sahbihi ajwain My du'as I hope that each and every listener Is well with the gulrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and uh, if we have a little bit of pains and not feeling too well, then then we also say Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. But the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says it so beautifully in the hadith. He says, مَنْ أَسْبَحَ مِنْكُمْ مُعَافًا فِي جَسَدِي أَمِنًا فِي سَرَبِي عِنْدَهُ قُوتُ يَوْمِ فَكَأَنَّمَا خِزَلَتْ لَهُ الدُّنْيَا He said, Who, whoever wakes up in the morning with sound health, and he is safe in his home and he has his provisions for the day that it is as he has gained possession of this whole world he's gained possession of the whole world that's what the prophet says so when we analyze this hadith as well then we say that uh, says the the sharia then urge us then to look after our health you know we should take uh, it's the duty of a muslim to take care of the health and take stock of your health first as well because how are you going to feel and how you well you look after your health that is how you're going to perform your ibadah and when we perform our ibadah and worshiping allah we must do it to the best of our uh, our ability at the same time 
while the Sharia urge and encourage us to look after our health, it also warns us not to destroy that health. Um, and for that particular reason, the person and the Muslim should distance himself um, from everything that is evil and that is sinful, be it in the open or be it in secret. So, starting off your day in itself, we should never forget to make the du'a to thank Allah, Ya Allah. Um, I thank Thee for um, for waking me up this morning after I have been dead, you know, going to sleep. There are some people that when they go to sleep at night, and they don't wake up in the morning, and Allah just takes them away throughout the night. But only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. So in itself, it's a great uh, blessing and a favor from Allah to grant us another day. So when we also then at, look at taking stock of oneself, there is one particular ayat in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, A'udhu billahi min shaytan rajim وَمَا يَذَّكَّرُوا إِلَّا أُلُوا الْأَلْبَابِ that Allah Ta'ala says, Sophia, Allah, men of understanding. Some people just have a total disregard for life and, 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 and for health, etc. But Allah Ta'ala says, Sophia, Allah, of men of understanding, of you who believe. So when we analyze this, that it is a beautiful message uh, for the fulfillment of taqwa in the souls. So a Muslim in itself, uh, um, takes stock of himself and says, you know, um, my my iman, my taqwa, um, my health, to what level it is. Um, I remembered, I remembered um, not so long ago, a couple walked into our offices at the Muslim Judicial Council. And, uh, and obviously I've got to know them because I've been counseling them for the past 20 years. And whilst they at the same time feel that, you know, um, we feel very uncomfortable because we've been coming here three, four times a year for the past 20 years. And I said, no, there's no reason why you should feel very uncomfortable. Um, I want to tell you, I've also been walking into somebody else's office for the past 25, 30 years. And that is my doctor. Because I also go to my doctor three, four times a year for a regular checkup. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants every Muslim to look at themselves and ask themselves a lot of questions every day. Allah has given me another, another day to live, but what have I achieved in the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Now, one of the very important one of the very important topics that i that we i'm sure that all the ulama remind every muslim about is as we sit here now in the studio and those listening to us was allah the almighty had granted us so many of his of his favors and his ni'mas can we comfortably say that when the call for salah and the call for prayer went off this morning for fajr that we responded to the call of allah right 
And that is very important. There was this one Sahabi that he was busy working with his tools. And when he heard the Adhan going off, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. When he heard, he just heard the name of Allah and he knew that that was the Adhan. He himself says, it is haram for me to still have the tools in my hands. And he just dropped the tools and they responded to the calls of Allah. So when the, one of the greatest ni'mas of Allah, and when Allah has given us our health and has given us everything for the day as per that hadith that I just recited. Um, in the masjid last night, I, I shared with a few brothers, I says, that the advent of the sound system and the masajid, to me it's a good thing and, a, and it's a bad thing. It's, I says, you all know it's a good thing because it called people to pray. But I can tell you, when we lived in District 6, my job as a 14-year-old, I had to climb up onto the munara to make the adhan. There were more people in the masjid when there were no sound systems. Because at that particular point in time, and I think a lot of old people can confirm and confirm what, what I'm going to say now, that our parents used to chase us not remind us, but used to chase us to the masjid a half an hour before the waqt. When I walked into the masjid to go and perform Maghrib or Ishai, I find only one or two people in the mosque, at about two minutes before the mosque. The people of yesteryear, they weren't the matriculants. They didn't have degrees. But, barakallah, most of the Muslims, if not all of them, Possess two degrees with them Iman and Taqwa Because that is what Allah is going to ask him On the day of Qiyamah Did you graduate from the Degrees of Iman and Taqwa And they made sure That their children were A half an hour to twenty minutes In the masjid every night I've seen that with my own eyes As I'm speaking to you I can see it in front of me I can see my, my late father as an imam walking up and down all the softs and says to the children, Say Subhanallah, say Allahu Akbar, say La ilaha illallah. That is why when we speak on salah, we say, Allah Ta'ala says, Inna salata tanha anil wal munkar. Salah is supposed to change you. But what we have now in today's time, we have what we call LIFO. L I F O. No? Last in, first out. Okay. <laughs> last in, la, uh, the people that come in last, first out. You know. That's true, uh, Sheikh. Particularly if we look at now for Juma, you find the guys who are closest to the exit. They uh, they drag their feet coming in, or they just hang around there. And then when the adhan is, uh, uh, so when the ikama sound inside the masjid, and then when everything is done, first out. And then oh, you, when you ask yourself, you know. Th- I guess this guy is probably very, very busy. I guess uh, he's got to go back to his office. And then you find him standing outside chatting about rugby or about, uh, you know, his car. Fasih, the, the day of Yawmul Azim, this great day of Yawmul Azim, this, this great day of Yawmul Juma, says Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, 
is greater by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than the day of Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha this day. Um, I'm going to show you one day when I come in here again some photos of the Juma that was taken by Minka Pinisri something like 50 years ago. The people used to sit a half an hour before the wakt, before the wakt of Juma, before the Imam comes in. They used to sit along the wall, everybody with the Quran, and they used to recite. But if you take, if you take stock of oneself, and these are the things that we need to ask ourselves. There was one day in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu when Abdullah bin Umar was sitting in front of the Prophet sallallahu and in, the Nabi sallallahu asked Abdullah to come and sit right opposite him. And the Prophet sallallahu requested something from Abdullah bin Umar. He says that I want your knees to touch my knees. Now, if your father asks you to come and sit opposite you, but let your knees touch my knees because I want to give you a message, then you must know here comes a very, very dynamic message for something which is very important. And the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu says to Abdullah bin Umar, Kum fi dunya ka'annaka gharibun wa'abirun sabir fa'udda nafsaka min ahli kubur. He says, Abdullah, I regard you as a very intelligent person. And Abdullah bin Umar was a very intelligent person. And I'm going to regard you also saying that you must display your intelligence accordingly to your intellect and understanding and your reasoning. And he says to Abdullah bin Umar, Kum fi dunya He says, live on this du- or live in this dunya as though you're on a journey. Like a traveler. He says, it is going to be so swiftly. As you're going to enter by the one door, you're going to exit by the other one. Uh, in fact, I was sitting uh, uh, the other day uh, with one of my respected colleagues, uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel. And I quoted this hadith and he says to me, uh, there's another adim that translated like this. He says, it's so swiftly and quickly, it's like crossing from this pavement to the other pavement. Life is so short. But whilst life is so short and the um, the distance between it and the length and how you're going to live, it says, At the same time, regard yourself amongst the inmates of the grave. So, when I take stock of myself and I have a habit for all the years, as much as I can remember, when I start my Friday Jummah prayer, my khutbah, my pre-talk khutbah, I would first thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the ni'mas for bringing us into the house of Allah. I would thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also for this great opportunity. And then I would make dua for those that have passed on since last Friday. And then I would make dua, Ya Allah, grant us another opportunity to come and walk into the house of Allah. Because nobody knows. I don't know. You don't know. Nobody knows who's going to live still by next year or by next week, Friday, Juma. That is why the Prophet ﷺ says, Look at life. It is so short and so swiftly. But whilst you are going to live, 
you must remind yourself of those who have already passed on. In fact, if we look at anybody, if we looked at anybody who have passed on, then the difference between those people and ourselves is only time. There's no difference. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in His infinite mercy Amen. to grant us whatever we do on this earth, must, we must do it to get the, sat- the satisfaction of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The voice of Imam Moti Saban, we're in the program, Friday Nasikha, and we're speaking about taking stock of ourselves, uh, looking at our spiritual financial statements uh, he, as we pass by uh, in this world as a traveler, inshallah. When we come back from this break, we will continue. Stay tuned at 91.3 FM. البرنامج عدين في يوم الجمعة يوم الجمعة يوم الجمعة Programs of the Legion on a Friday only on the Voice of the Cave Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the Friday Nasikha here on the Voice of the Cape. We've got a couple of SMSs. I think uh, if Sheikh will just, uh, if Imam will just allow me, I'll just share one or two messages uh, that we've received. One says, Salam, Sheikh Muhammad Fasih. Uh, I'm thinking they mean Sheikh and Muhammad Fasih, not, not me because I ain't no Sheikh. Uh, Shukran for helping us to. In Egypt, they call everybody a Sheikh. Eh? <laughs> uh, for helping us to appreciate Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you making the tears little uh, Jumu'ah Mubarak. Mm. Uh, that message goes Alhamdulillah Then there's a very serious message It says Lotus River Fierce shooting in Lotus River Reports of over 50 shots fired at law enforcement Please avoid Artery, Clipper Road And 5th Avenue uh, And then it's, it says under H But uh, that's probably part of another message And uh, um, yeah And then there's another message that says Salam uh, Ask Imam Moti When is the Muharram program In Paramrose Park Masjid Kanana mm-hmm. inshallah And then there's another message here I think I'll just share the last one it says, Assalamu alaikum wa barak to Muhammad Sadiq Johnson, also known as Putadiki from MSJ Logistics, on his 50th birthday. May Allah grant him good health, strength, and lots of khair and barakah, inshallah. Amen. Amen. From beloved wife Shahida Johnson, son Zahir Johnson, and daughters Fatima and Yiska, and the rest of the family and friends. Shukran, inshallah. Allah grant all of those celebrating their birthdays. Barakah. Amen. You know, it is also my understanding when it is my birthday, then I always say the day belongs to my mother. Indeed, you know. So, whatever birthday it is, if it is, if your mother is still alive, then go to her and buy her a gift, and say to her Mubarak, on uh, on my birthday, because the day belongs to her for having given birth to you. And I always teach uh, the students in my marriage class. I says, don't wait for your parents to phone you on your birthday, because uh, the day belongs to them, and you owe it to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And them for bringing into this world. So if they uh, are they're still alive, may Allah grant them a long life. And also uh, all birthday people. And if they have passed on, may Allah bless them in the highest place in Jannah. Uh, inshallah. I mean, I mean, right. it only makes sense uh, when Imam puts it like that because there are the. The other suburb, uh, the, the reason oh. that you are here today, subhanAllah, and, and not the other way around. No. We celebrate, hey, I came into the world and this day. The reality is, you didn't come in by yourself. No, <laughs> one, one day a girl, uh, um, a young lady says to me, you know, I don't understand my mother, you know, because uh, she don't even phone me on my birthday. 
I says, no, it's not her duty to phone you. It's your duty to phone your mother on your birthday because the day doesn't belong to you, it belongs to her. Yeah. But uh, but Alhamdulillah, you know, people must be guided. And uh-huh. and I think she, she learned a lesson. Uh-huh. And also what I said to her, what you just said, you don't understand your mother. Yes, you will never understand your mother because... You didn't give birth to her, she gave birth to you. <laughs> so that is why you will never understand it. Indeed, indeed. So yes, Sheikh, uh, but we, 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 uh, we look at now, how does this factor in, into taking stock of ourselves? I mean, if we look at now, even the way that we treat our parents. Yeah, it is to, uh, firstly, we need to understand the message of Islam. If you understand the message of Islam and the message of the Quran, then you will conduct your life according to the whole message of Islam and that is why we cannot deny that seeking knowledge and seeking ilm you know is beneficial to yourself how do you how do you conduct your life and this is why we have shootings like this because people do not know the purpose of why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us if if we look in in Surah Al-Dhariyat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنِ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ وَمَا خَلَقَتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Allah has created man and jinn only to serve Allah, not to shoot one another, not to kill one another. There are various ways that we have to deal with it. I'm not saying this one is right and that one is wrong. But, but human beings, and more so Muslims, have a beautiful way of dealing with issues. But to appreciate the ni'mas of Allah is very important. For everything to enjoy in this world and for you taking stock of yourself, it will be a pleasure if you conduct your life and say, Alhamdulillah, I got up this morning, I got up for Fajr this morning, I made my ibadat, I recited Surah Yasin maybe, I made Tasbih, I made Tahmeed, I made Tahleel, I made Dua. I made dua for myself, my family, I made dua for my parents, I made dua for the whole ummah, I made dua for Palestine, I made dua for the people in the West Bank, and you made dua for it. So alhamdulillah, the soul feels much more comfortable. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, tells us in the Quran, A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytanir rajim. وَمَنْ أَعْرَضَ عَنْ ذِكْرِي فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً دَنْكَ وَنَقْشُرُهِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَعْمَاءً Allah Ta'ala says, whoever turns away from a message, that's why to understand Allah's message. But Allah says, whoever turns away from a message, verily for him is a life narrowed down. And we, وَنَقْشُرُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَعْمَاءً And we shall raise him blind on the day of Qiyamah. Now, nobody would want to be raised blind when you had your eyesight. But I don't know if you've heard the saying, uh, but old people will tell you, my country is blind. My child, you are blind. Then you can also reply by saying, how can you say I'm blind? Whereas I can see you. Mm. The difference is some people can only see as far as their nose. Mm. Others can see further. And to be able to see with ilm, to be able to see with wisdom, is something else. Now Allah Ta'ala says, قَالَ رَبِّي لِمَا حَشَرْتَنِي أَعْمَى وَقَدَ كُنْتُ بَصِيرًا 
Allah Ta'ala says, he will say, he will say Oh my Lord, why have, we will ask Allah, Ya Allah, why have you raised me blind when I had my eyesight? And it will be answered to you, قَالَ كَذَلِكَ أَتَتْكَ آيَاتُنَا فَنَسِيتَهَا وَكَذَلِكَ الْيَوْمَ تُنْسَى Allah Ta'ala will say that when our signs came to you, you forgot about it, you disregard it. The Mu'addin says, حَيَّ عَلَى الصَّلَاةِ حَيَّ عَلَى الْفَلَاحِ Come to Salah, come to success. You just don't go. I mean, Last night at the masjid, they say to me, Imam, the, the sound system is not working outside the speakers. I say, that's not a problem. If you want to be in the masjid, you'll be there. And now with radio, Voice of the Cape, you have the adhan five times a day coming right into your homes. Right? So, if we do not respond to the call of Allah, Deaf, dumb and blind They still want Will not respond to the call of Allah So to understand The message of Islam And to understand the message Of Allah and, the, and His Quran Is a very Very important message Very important message That is why Muhammad Fasih That the greater part of the Quranic message is addressed to the human heart a message which is audible to the ears of the heart alone and is also to those who understand Allah's message accordingly it attaches it attaches great importance to the care and the protection and the development of this instrument throughout the Holy Quran we constantly come across such notions and purifications of the self and the kindness of the forgiveness and the purity and the enlightenment of the heart as we learn in various parts of the Quran in one particular verse where Allah Ta'ala says Truly He succeeds that purifies it and he fails that corrupts it. So we, when we look at um, the last day in the month of Muharram, it's a good time to take stock and ask ourselves, what have I achieved? Where, where am I going to from here? And what do I want to do with my life? It is important for a, for a Muslim to set themselves spiritual goals spiritual goals and say to Allah Ya Allah I thank thee for what you have given me in the time that we are living in where the Muslims um, are fighting and defending Islam I fail to understand why anybody at this particular point, point in time cannot take their life and give it over for the sake of Allah I would like to conclude no wonder that the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, placed in the dua iftitah before he recited Surah Fatiha when he says and that Allah Ta'ala says Qul inna salati 
ونسكي ومحياي ومماتي لله رب العالمين say that my salah my life and my death and my sacrifice is for Allah and Allah alone we make dua that I do believe and I firmly believe that every human being is a good human being and everybody listening to me is a very good person I don't believe that there are bad people on this earth let us develop and increase our iman and taqwa and let us love and make our ibadat for the sake of Allah for do we not say at the end of every niyat for example nawaitu sawmaghadin an adai farid shahramaraldan adisanati lillahi ta'ala everything is lillahi ta'ala or lillahi rabbil alameen may Allah guide us and protect us wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah rabbil alameen alhamdulillah thank you so much imam and just before we do conclude just a few more messages have come in one says assalamu alaikum I'm sitting at work listening via audio stream your program reminds me of how we know things but sometimes just need that reminder of how precious life is alhamdulillah ashukrallah my husband mother passed away on his birthday two years ago may Allah grant uh Shahida Martin Janatul Firdaus Inshallah Into the hearts of the children and grandchildren Inshallah Amen. And the final one that says Salam Imamoti Just to let you know Our birthday is on the same day uh, Alhamdulillah <laughs> uh, You also write Our birthdays belong to our mothers Alhamdulillah And that's of course uh, The end of the messages we have this morning Shukran so much to those who have SMSed in On the number 47913 Just Imam, two seconds of your time I just want to let the community know That my marriage classes um, I'm starting on the 18th of January next inshallah. year, inshallah. Shukran so much, Imam, for coming in. Have a nice day, and to everyone, inshallah. Jumabarak to Imam and family, uh, and all the best. Wassalamu alaikum.